When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. This is Cook and for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the O2 Indigo here for the Wasserman Show live on Channel 5. I'm joined by Chris Eubank Jr. Let's talk about Harlem first of all. Very impressive. Beautiful, beautiful. The uh, punch perfect. Set the guy up nicely in the second round. Beautiful KO, forwarded him over. Um, yeah, he's he's ready, man. You know, this guy's he's dedicated. I see him in the gym all the time. He wants it. He lives the life. So, yeah, I think uh, 2022-2023 is going to be very big for him. Has to be. Is it about that breakout fight for Harlem now? He's yes. been on the scene for a little while. He needs that kind of name everyone looks at and goes, no respect to his previous opponents and also to Sean Dodd. But he needs that name where people go, whoa, hang on a minute. Yeah. He needs he needs a he needs a name on his on his on his uh, on his record now. Um, he's been in the game more than long enough to, to step up and, and really challenge himself. He's got the name, he's got the looks, he's got the style. So yeah, they just need to get him a good fight now. Okay, um, let's move on to you. So I think a week ago, I think uh, people I do a lot of interviews, so people go from your your tweets sometimes and straight on it with Golovkin. If you need a dance fighter. I think your words were, let's tango, baby. Did you write that yourself, by the way? Uh, absolutely. Nobody touches my social media. It all comes from uh, source source locally. And, um, yeah, I mean, listen, Canelo losing, um, if, for me, is, is, you know, presents a very big opportunity. You know, if Canelo is going to take that rematch, which he may not, which he may not, but if he does, uh, Golovkin needs an opponent. And you, know, you tell me, who else on the planet would be a better fight for getting Golovkin right now? Who, who else do people want to see fight Golovkin more than me? I don't, I don't know any other names. Well, uh, listen, I've got a record of saying that if we don't see a trilogy between Canelo and, and uh, Golovkin, I would absolutely love to see you fight Golovkin. Listen, the, the trilogy is nobody cares. They do care. I mean, Come they on. They do, but they, they do but care. They shouldn't. What's that to There's care a lot about? of interest in that. They're two like worldwide household They've names. They've done it beyond. twice. We've seen enough. You know, they need to be getting in the. They need to be getting in the ring with with live opponents, new fresh meat. These guys, you know, they're you know, who's Kolovkin fought uh, other than Canelo? 
you know, he just bounces around, random guy to random guy, waiting for this rematch, waiting for, waiting for a big money payday with, with Canelo. It's embarrassing. Um, he's not fighting live opponents. Um, bit harsh? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, he, he needs to, uh, he needs to defend those belts. Canelo's not a middleweight. So what, are you just going to hang on to these belts for months and months and months? Uh, you know, that it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be allowed, you know? He needs to defend his belts or give them up because, you know, there are guys out there that want to fight for titles in the middleweight division. Okay. Well, look, we'll, we'll see what happens with Canelo because there's two options for Canelo. There's the Bivol rematch and there's also the trilogy with Golovkin. Which... There's also a fight with Chris Eubank Jr. as a third option. Okay. Which would be the most exciting of them all. Okay, so what do you do about that? How do you push that? With your team, you, yourself, how do you push to get that fight that you've, all I you've wanted do, for so many years? All I can do is do what I'm doing, which is social media. Social media and staying on my promoters. Is that enough? What more can I do? I mean, if you tell me where the guy is, I'll show up at his house, you know what I mean? But I don't know how else you can make fights. I mean, that's how guys have made fights with me. That's what Liam Williams did. The only reason we fought is because he hounded me for two years straight on Twitter, and then bottled it on the, uh, and then bottled it when we actually got in front of each other. Um, you know that is how fights are made. Is you got to talk, um, but also you got to be able to fight. You've got to be able to sell tickets. All of the things I do, uh, I don't know anyone who does them better. Do does that better than me? Not in Great Britain. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that fight should be made if the rematch with Bevel is going to happen, uh, Canelo and Bevel. Let me ask you also about the situation with uh, Demetrius Andre. If he, that vacant belt is to become available, is yeah, that an option I, I as well? Is. I think he has vacated, hasn't he? Has he? I, I think he has, and if he hasn't, he's in the process of it. And, yeah, that's 100%. Now that Brooks uh, sailed off into the sunset, um, that is obviously number, the number one avenue we're looking at. Uh, the the WBA, WBO oh. and uh, Golovkin. Those are, those are the, two, the two routes. Let me get your reaction to that. Obviously, last week we saw Kel Brook call time on a, a fantastic career. Today we've actually seen Amir Khan do the same thing as well. Call uh, time on a... Uh, a great career as well but um, Kel Brook was someone that it was talked about that that's a fight that I thought was going to happen between yourself and Kel but a little bit gutted but obviously Kel's making his decision for himself yeah, listen I understand Amir um, he has you know Amir he's done he's done great things in the sport but he's uh, he hasn't got anything left you know that was that was shown to us in his last fight Kel Brook on the other hand still has gas in the tank he still has uh, the ability to fight well and to make money. Uh, so I can't understand or wrap my head around why he would not have one more, um, one more fight, one more payday, one more shot at greatness. You know, imagine, imagine beating me as your last fight. It's, you sell off into the sunset on that. That's. That's beautiful. Yeah, but to be fair, he's, if you're talking about kind of beating someone on your last fight, his rivalry with Amir Khan, he's not going to top that. No, but, but, but Amir wasn't the Amir he was. So, yes, he beat Amir Khan, but he didn't beat the Amir Khan. He beat 
Like, you beating Amir Khan that just retired today. You beating a prime Chris Eubank. Wow. You know, that's, that's sexy right there. Plus, you're getting paid millions. You know, plus there's nothing to lose. And I'm talking to you now, Kel, just because you can still come out of retirement. You only retired in like four or five days, mate. So you can get your ass back in the gym next week and say, you know what, I've had a change of heart. Because, you know, let's be honest here, you've got another 60 years on this planet. I don't know how much you've made in your career, but, you know, I, you don't seem like the sharpest tool in the shed. So, you know, those, those few millions you've made, they're not going to last you more than 10, 15 years, maybe less. You know, I heard you party a lot, you drink, you probably make bad decisions. So you want to make as much money as you can while you can. You know, I know just from looking at you that you, do, you know how to do nothing else apart from fight. So you're not going to be making money in business and what, you, there's, no, there's no other way for you to make money. So come out of retirement, get the gloves on, let's get this fight out of the way in the summer, give the fans what they want, you get another three, four million and uh, yeah, sell off into the sunset after that. Smart advice, my friend. If people don't know, Kel Brooks been retired four days. Away. Four days, there you go. <laughs> or five days, whatever it is. More than um, enough time to come back. In all honesty, though, for someone in Kel Brook's position, and the only person I can kind of uh, counter this with is, is Carl Froch, who retired off the back of the George Groves win uh, all those years ago, in front of 80,000 people, apparently. apparently. But to retire at the, after a marquee win like that is not an easy thing to do. No, it's not easy, but it's not necessary either. Who cares? Who, you know, who cares what you retire doing? Everyone retires, everyone's career ends. Um, you know, people look back at your career and they look at the highlights. They don't, they don't look at, oh, his last fight he won and then he, nobody cares. You know, what fighters should care about is money in the bank. Um, being able to provide for their families and their families' families for generations. Making as much money as you can in the short period of time that we have to make it. That's what fighters should be worried about. Not, oh, I want to look good on my way out. It's bullshit, you know? That's a subjective view though, surely, isn't it, Chris? A fighter knows when they're done and obviously in terms of Brook and Khan, they feel like their career has come to an end. So what... what you say fight knows when he's done. I get, like I said, I get, I get Amir saying that because of the performance he had. But Kel had a, he fought well, so he's clearly not done. He's not shot. He's not completely finished. You can't be, you can't be done, and with a performance like that, you've got something left. In my opinion. Ideally for you, when do you want to be out? In the summer, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, July would be ideal. Um, is Liam Smith an option? Good win against Vargas. It's a nice, that's a good fight. It's a great fight. A great British fight, you know. There's not really a rivalry there, but, um, you know, it's, it's two fighters in and around the same weight that, um, that, would, that would make for an awesome, you know, an awesome, uh, an awesome boxing bout. Uh, our styles match up nice. You know, we're both big names in the sport, so that's uh, that's definitely a possibility. We can okay. definitely look so, at that if, if uh, 
you know, if we can't pin down Triple G. Okay, so give me, just finally, a three-man hit list that you feel like it will be one of those people or that you want one of those people. Triple G number one. Yep. Um, Canelo Alvarez number two. We'll take that fight all day, every day. Um, and Conor Ben number three. I had a little story, actually. We'll actually finish on. So you and Conor Ben were actually at the, was it the Sports Industry Awards? Yeah, we had a little chat. What happened? I, I think they set it up, someone sneakily set it up so that we of were... Of course they did. Of course so, they did. unbelievable, you know, they, we were both backstage, both presenting awards at exactly the same time. And and that, that sport, this, the Sports Awards 2022, whoever, whoever manages that, you know, they're lucky that I'm not an idiot. And they don't know I'm not an idiot, and they don't know he's not an idiot. And well, he is a hothead. kick off, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if we were to... I mean, he is a hothead. If I yeah. say something silly, he's going to, you know... But I'm not a, I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not a Billy Joe well, Saunders. You, yeah, or but a, you could be that way inclined as well, if you're pushed the right way. If I'm pushed, yeah, but I'm not going to push anybody. Yeah. I'm not going to push anybody for no reason to for, for clout or, you know, for, you know, an Instagram video. There are a lot of guys that do that. And that could have, it could have easily kicked off, you know, at the award show, right before we're about to walk on stage. So whoever was was doing that, you you know. What happened then? Nothing. I mean, he came over to me, uh, he shook my hand, um, he asked me about the, uh, the Canelo fight, you know, small talk. And then uh, I was, I was, I was, and he was talking to someone else for a second and I was thinking about, you know, all the stuff that's been said over the last few months and I started laughing. He said, uh, what, what were you smirking about? And I said, um, oh, I just said, listen, you know, me and you can make a lot of money in the future. Uh, and he said, uh, what did he say? He said he, he said he fights. He said on fight night he comes in 20 pounds heavier than he weighs in it. So I guess he's basically trying to say that we could we could physically fight, you know, you know the the weight difference wouldn't be an issue. He said he walks around uh, seventy three kg. I walk around seventy five kg. So when you when you when you look at it like that, you know, it's not that crazy. But it is um, it is something that would be further down the line, you know, obviously. And I can't push that fight. I should have told him, I didn't tell him this, but he's the one that needs to to push that agenda. I can't, because I'm, I can't, it looks bad on me, you know, because I'm, I'm at a different level. So I can't be the one out here saying, oh, I want to fight, I want to fight. He has to, he has to build it up. You know, and when the time is right, you know, we'll see if we can make something happen. Okay. And I'll keep saying finally, but from the three opponents you've named, you've named... Golovkin, Canelo, and Conor Ben. We know realistically for your next fight, it's not probably going to be one of them. I think, Chris, come well, on, that's fair to say. Come no, on. No, I, I really do think that this Triple G fight could happen now that Bivol has beaten Canelo. You know, if Canelo is the man that people say he is, then he's he should never even dream about fighting anyone else but Bivol until he wins. You know, and that's the guy that, you know, the big Yeah, but bag, that's what he might be doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so right. if he does what yeah. everyone you know, says he's going to do, which is avenge the loss, Golovkin has to fight somebody. 
So who's he going to fight? Give me a fourth option then. Fourth option. Yeah. So what, you're just trying to whittle me down. Not really. No, I'm just. Buddies. I'm just asking you what's realistic. And Chris, you Billy know. Schmo. You know boxing. I know you want me you're to say smart. his name. So. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. Listen. You no. want me to say? I don't know. You want me to start talking about your boy Billy? And listen. <laughs> you mentioned him, not me. Yeah, I, but I know. You're, I've you're, gone you're 16 squeeze, minutes. You're trying to squeeze it out on me. You know. Not I, really. I gave no. You my top I'm just three asking. And you're like, well, all right, but who else? Listen. Saunders. I'm saying realistically, Chris. Realistically. You mentioned Canelo. What's you realistic? Golovkin Logan and Conor Ben. Logan Floyd Mayweather Jr. Don't, don't talk to me about In an exhibition fight. It's not the same thing, Chris. It's the same thing. They fought. It's not the same thing. You could probably fight thing. me in an exhibition, right? I probably could. Yeah. But I don't want that, by the way. I'm just saying. Happen. I'm just saying. That was an exhibition. That's not realistically for you, though. I'm saying to you. I don't know what's realistic. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not the, uh, the business guy here. What's realistic is whatever promoters can pull together on the night I'm just you know there's a lot of names out there you know you said Williams there is Saunders there is uh, Smith sorry Liam Smith Smith yeah. sorry uh, there is John Ryder there is um, you know there is that WBO vacant belt and the fighters that are up front to fight for that um I'm ready. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for the call. Okay. Chris, thank you very much for your time as always. Good 17 minutes. Interesting. And uh, yeah, we look forward. We'll expect to see you out in the summer. So. Yes, summer and winter. I want to fight. I've told Kelly I want to fight three times this year. No questions asked. So you're going to see me twice, at least two more times before uh, the year's out. Chris, thank you very much. Talk to IFL TV and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Sports Social Podcast Network.